0: Today on The Breakdown, poker pros James Dempsey and Sam Grafton clash in a fascinating and crazy cash game hand from Sky Poker Cash Game from 2013. Grant and Jonathan are going to break it all the way down right now on The Breakdown, once again with Grant and Jonathan, <laughs> and Jonathan Levy.
1: <laughs> you've just been killing these intros ever since I've done a couple intros and you made fun of me. You've just been doing such a great oh, job. I
0: have, I have, but that and, one. And here's a, that inside, it.
1: here's a little inside baseball for everybody.
0: No, oh, no, don't tell them. I don't even know what you're going to say. It uh, doesn't matter. I'm going to tell them. I'm going right. to
1: tell him. During the beginning of that intro, Jonathan was concentrating so hard. He wasn't looking uh, anywhere near me, he was staring off into space. I never look like,
0: at you when I do the intros.
1: Well, maybe I haven't noticed because we have a new configuration now. Yeah. No, But I never the way you, you stared off into space was like. You just saw the first rocket launch, and you're like, "We're gonna go somewhere, humanity. We're gonna go somewhere."
0: I think you're just talking about yourself. We're just talking about the inner process of Grant right now, and um, you know. Yeah, I'm optimistic. I'm things.
1: optimistic about becoming multiplanetary. You know, that's what I'm saying.
0: I mean, that is exciting.
1: Yeah, probably not in our lifetime, bro. I I wouldn't never say never. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, so that that had a chance, and then it just didn't really work out that opening. But what yeah. are
1: you gonna do? You know, they can't all be golden. I mean, we could always redo the opening, but let's (laughs) be honest about things here. We don't do things twice. We're one-take Johnny's. Well, you're one-take Johnny. Yeah, you are, too. I'm one-take... No.
0: Granty? you're not. You're one-take Johnny. We're both the same.
1: (laughs) Okay, (laughs) if you say so. Hey, guess who suggested this hand?
0: I'm going to go with...
1: Bill. Nope it's a B. It's a B though. Oh it's, oh it's a B. It's, a it's B. Brian with a Y uh, again. This uh, guy by far all time number one suggester at this point.
0: Oh my gosh he's I mean he was doing fine anyway but in the last like three months he has zoomed so far ahead of everyone else he's like Usain Bolt. Yeah. He just wins every gold. He's like ra- Usain Bolt's thirty one. There's
1: no way he can keep it up. Yeah. Historically thirty one year olds never won these events. He's like wins anyway.
0: Triple gold once again. Yeah. Three times in a row triple gold. No probs. I'm Usain yeah. Bolt. You're not. I'm tall. You're not.
1: That's very complimentary of Brian that we're uh, we're going Whatever. With. He deserves the he, work. He does deserve the work.
0: <laughs> what does that even mean? Bro? Um, I can't believe you went with that. You're supposed to I don't get, know. Usually you take me apart when I say something like that. No, I decided to go with it. I appreciate it. I yeah. appreciate it. Now, he deserves the accolades the for The unpaid sure.
1: internship accolades.
0: Um, Grant was actually saying to me, because we have a number of other suggestions from Brian as well on our list of possible hands we're going to do in the future. I was saying, is Brian watch more poker than anyone else? Ever? <laughs> Does he just watch is his, the his most job poker? to be poker watcher? It's possible.
1: It's possible. Anyway, thank you, Brian. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, you know where to suggest, right, Jonathan? I mean, if you, I have, know where to if suggest. you have to suggest.
0: I mean, I would personally, if it was me, I would go on Twitter. And I would tweet at two poker guys. That's the number two poker guys. Uh-huh. I, would include a, I would include a YouTube link for sure. I'd make sure that puppy was time stamped because that's important. You got to time stamp the puppy. If you don't time stamp the puppy, the puppy the is... The puppy
1: grows up to be a very disobedient dog and you don't want that. Bad dog. Yeah. Bad dog. You bring it to gatherings and everybody's like, oh, this bring, one. bring in the dog again. Here we go. We have friends like that. (laughs) Yes, we
0: do. (laughs) You know who you are. Uh,
1: Anyway, so this this is a unique hand to anything we've ever done because of the stakes and not in the way that you might think. It's smaller stakes than we've ever it's done true. before. It's true. Um, it's a 5-5 five, five cash game in England. So, 5 pound, 5 pound, which is bigger than, you know. So, for, it's like 7-7.
0: Seven, seven.
1: Yeah, in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> the classic 7-7 seven, seven game. Yeah, everyone loves um, it. But it, it creates an interesting dynamic. These guys are super, super deep. Like, crazy deep. We don't know how deep they are, but it looks insane.
0: They have thousands of pounds in front of them, it seems. Well, mul-
1: multiples. Like, at least 10,000 pounds, it feels like. Well, thousands. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah yeah so, so that's kind of nuts to even be doing it and we're five-handed. we are five-handed so you know there's a lot of dynamics to this game that we don't usually see on on the breakdown. absolutely but hey, maybe you guys should get used to these stakes a little bit because something's coming up in the future. Oh look at you yeah, you're just gonna go there. I'm gonna go there All I'm right. gonna I, I'm gonna you know call my shot here do it. we've got a new show coming up. It's gonna happen probably within a month of now.
0: Yeah I would yeah. be surprised if, if um, it, by the time people hear this if it hasn't already happened in a month i'd be shocked
1: right so it's gonna be called we think well, i mean we're pretty sure we think poker time poker time poker time with the poker guys There's An exclamation mark
0: after the word time so it's yeah poker time
1: and it will be a uh, live cash game and tournament final tables that happen here where we live in portland and we will do commentary over them poker guys commentary
0: that's right and yeah. uh so the cash games are going to be probably two five and five ten we think yeah um possibly we'll get a 1020 but we're not optimistic yet maybe for not early on, on in for the future reasons. in the future we might get some bigger games going yeah we're we're going to work on that but um but yeah we're going to be producing a show it's going to be on on our youtube channel so you're going to be able to watch if you want the entire session of the cash game like 3 hours of cash with the poker dice doing commentary the whole way yep and we're also of course going to produce one um, hand of the night so the best or most outrageous hand Right, and so you can see that separately. Of course, it'll also be in the three-hour commentary. We're going to excerpt that puppy out, so like you, you won't ever like miss the like greatest thing. Puppies, puppies, puppies are puppies noun puppies of the are day. Puppies are wonderful. Yeah. Uh, you won't ever miss like the greatest the greatest hand of the week if you if you don't want to. Basically. Right.
1: Yeah. So, so hopefully yeah, that's,
0: that's coming. So we're close. hopefully some
1: hands develop that are kind of like this hand that we're going to talk about today.
0: I would like to say one thing before we get into the poker hand. All right, of today, of today, we have promised shows in the past to the people we have not delivered. We that is
1: for sure. I would like
0: to bring up one show in particular known as Poker Concepts. Poker Concepts. How yeah. many times on this podcast did we say poker concepts? It's coming real soon. How many six times? to eight times I'm gonna I, say I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the over on that. I'm gonna say double digits. It's Brian possible. Why don't you let us know how many it was? Yeah Brian probably knows. <laughs> but anyway, but this is different We've we've had several. Uh, we've done what three practice sessions already with players and money has been
1: invested in an RFID table, RFID cards, poker software, software an entire um, system.
0: Yeah, we got the whole thing. We got cameras all set up. I mean, we've really we've we've done practice commentary over the practice game. I mean, we're really pretty close to this, people. So this is going to happen unless something yeah. very strange happens, and then it will then it's going to be embarrassing.
1: Yeah, and then it'll just be another thing that you guys can be like, <laughs> you guys just do the breakdown. Stop saying you do other things. And you know, we'll be like, no. No, like, no, no! In the future, we're going to do the, the space-related poker it's show. It's going to be great. Space we're poker, <laughs> <laughs> orbital poker, man. Coming, it's a coming great soon. Idea. Coming soon. Doug Polk isn't doing it. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got some fun ideas for poker time. By the way, there are gonna oh. be some special. I don't think we should reveal that yet. No,
0: no, we should not because but, we're not we're not one hundred percent sure. But if we get to do the stuff that we're talking about doing, it's going to be revolutionary. Honestly, it's going to yeah. be a revolutionary poker show, and we're very excited about those possibilities. We think it may. We hope it's going to be very popular.
1: We'll see. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about the poker time that Sam Grafton and James Dempsey were having. Yes. in uh, Sky Cash Poker. Across the pond, you know? Just skipping a hop over the pond over in uh, jolly old England? Yeah. Yeah. Sam Grafton, uh, if you guys don't know who he is, his reputation precedes him because he is crazy talkative, like Mm. always joking with everybody at the table. Um, I know our friend Mitch, Mitchell Towner, played with him in the Aussie Millions and also played with him in the Marathon this year Mm. and like has kind of become slight friends with him and thinks he's just like the funniest guy in the world. Really? Yeah.
0: Huh. Um, I know that.
1: Yeah. And uh, James Dempsey is no slouch. He's won a WPT. He's won a bracelet. Yep. Double crown winner. Double crown winner is what they call him. Yeah. Yeah,
0: That's what everyone calls him now. Yeah. So
1: no EPTs for this guy. So I guess... I mean... That's the hardest one, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: It is. It's definitely... I mean, the WPT is the easiest, right?
1: Mm, It depends on which bracelet. Bracelet's the easiest because you can... You can win a bracelet playing, like, in a 150-player field if you play, like, the 10K08. It depends
0: on which one you win. That's true. That's true. I think he won a legit bracelet event. He won, like,
1: 300K in his bracelet event. So
0: it's maybe, like, a $1,000 buy-in back in the day, like, in 2010,
1: I think. Or it could have been a 10K with 150 people in it. I'm pretty sure it was lower, but who cares? Who cares? Who cares? He's, he's a double crown winner. Let's give him he's some successful. respect. He's successful.
0: These are two successful guys, and they're both very, very ultra deep here.
1: Right, because we're playing 5-5 five and five these ultra successful guys want to throw some money around. Right, because they don't care. That will be evidenced soon.
0: And the question, actually, one of the questions about this hand is, how much do they care? That right. is part
1: of it. I mean, the eventual loser of the hand has a look on his face like, I care. Like, By the end, Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I think they both care by the end because things get kind of real. So anyway, let's get into it. All right,
1: let's get into it. So, as Jonathan said, we're five-handed here, so we can forgive slightly some of the things that happen pre-flop, but I not. Mean, can we? They're more <laughs> forgivable than if it happened nine-handed.
0: I mean, not if they're at the same positions that they're at. I mean, if it's hijacked. Well, and no, cut off, but it's if, it's but if we use
1: the nomenclature under the gun, under the gun plus one,
0: you could, t- but you would never call. Dempsey under the gun plus one when he's in the cutoff.
1: No, I know. All right. Anyway, <laughs> Grafton's under the gun, which yeah. is the hijack. Right. Um, in this 5-5 five, five game, he has a billion monies in front of him. Yeah. One billion monies. Uh, I mean, he has Jack Deuce of diamonds. He may have 2,000 blinds in front of him. He may have more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He has Jack Deuce of diamonds. And he's so like, what do you think he should do with this hand? I
0: mean, Break it down for me, this Jonathan. Is, this is a clear race,
1: right? I mean. <laughs> it's suited. <laughs> I mean it's his game theory decision, like all Jack X of Diamonds are raises.
0: That is not the game theory decision. I think the decision is I'm so deep and sore as at least Dempsey and maybe other players too. I'm just gonna play a million hands and yep. I'm not gonna worry about it.
1: Right. That's gotta on, be uh, what's going on, right? It's on Sky Poker, yeah. by the way. I don't even know what that is. Sky is the
0: Fox of England. Okay. I don't mean Fox News, but like it's a major network. It's actually owned by Rupert Murdoch as well. Oh really and uh, <laughs> do a lot of. They do a lot of uh, sports, and they did, they did a lot of poker stuff, too. So that's what it, So it's like a Fox poker show.
1: Okay, gotcha. Um, they decided to play 5-5 five, five for some reason.
0: They were doing a cash game, and that's what they did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we never heard of this show. I've never seen any clips of it until just now. Right. This is from 2013 at least, so maybe that tells you they something. They probably
1: didn't do it for long, and this is probably the craziest hand that happened.
0: I'll say this. The show that we're going to do in a few weeks that's going to come out on YouTube looks better. Our camera angles are better. Our graphics are way better. Maybe our camera angles aren't better. Our graphics are, like, way, way, way nicer. Yeah. I mean, our show's probably going to be better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Grafton with his Jack Deuce of Diamonds yeah. in the Under the Gun hijack decides to raise to, to 15. 3X it. I mean, that's reasonable. I mean, 3Xing it in a cash game is reasonable. And you know what? Honestly, whatever. We got, We got, like, how many blinds did I say? 2,000 blinds? Probably more. I don't know. So f- fine. Yeah, go ahead. Whatever. Whatever. Now James Dempsey is plus one slash cutoff. Yeah. And he's like, this Grafton guy, I don't like how his hair goes back like that, where it's like all kind of spiky and he talks a lot. So I'm gonna three bet him with five six offsuit. Yeah. This is also a game theory decision. He's like, Well, <laughs> when the five is is what which which when the five is red and the six is red, that's when you three bet. <laughs> it's right. diamonds and hearts, man. Right. That's the one you want to go with. I mean, okay, so what's really going on here? Uh, I think it's kind of they're, they they want to toss some money around. And they this is televised, so people do care about how they are perceived a little bit, at least. And I, But I think there's some table captaining going on.
0: I mean, I think that's part of it. I think Dempsey is aware that they're both super deep. And by three betting here, he's going to isolate a very wide range, and he's going to have position on a bloated pot, somewhat bloated pot. for. I mean, not bloated for them, really, but but in theory, bloated pot. And he's just going to win a lot because he's going to be in position and he's good. Right. That's probably what's really going. Yeah. So it doesn't. So in his mind, his cards don't matter that much. Is probably what he's thinking. If anyone else calls, he's probably going to change all his plans right away. But assuming he gets to fold out the field and Sam, of course, is going to call with the entire range. We know that or or raise, which we probably then have to call the raise. Yeah, yeah, because
1: we're so deep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. and, you know, we're just going to play a big pot, a bigger pot in position, and we feel very comfortable doing that. I mean, that has got to be what's up.
1: Yeah, and that's fair enough if he really feels comfortable. He, uh, yeah. Clearly, he has the results to show that he knows what he's doing.
0: I mean, to some degree, this is almost like Annette covering the cards and playing the, the tournament online. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, I'm just going to play I, the hijack open, so I'm just going to 3-bet from the cutoff because we're super deep, and I can win a lot. And it doesn't really matter what my cards are. That's that.
1: You know? Yeah, that could be the case. It really yeah. could. Anyway, that's what happens. He makes it 50, 50 pounds. Which is not a measurement of
0: weight. What is Sam Grafton going to do here?
1: Well, he doesn't get to act next. There's a guy in the big blind. His name is Spittles, which sounds just like so British. His last name is Spittles. I don't know. Feels super British to me. Probably is. He has king-queen of clubs. He decides to flat. Oh, yeah. He's probably aware of these guys and what they're doing. I
0: mean, it's a reasonable call if you're deep anyway. Yeah. To just call this three-bet.
1: Although Spittles' stack looks pretty small compared to the other guys.
0: But even if he has, you know, 100 blinds, it's okay to call here. Yeah, it probably is. With King, Um, Queen of Clubs, a guy who's going to be three-betting a really wide opener, I think it's fine.
1: And then Grafton decides to call as well with his Jack Deuce of Diamonds. I
0: mean, what else is he supposed to do? I mean, now he has to call.
1: Right. So there is a bit of a hitch that you'll all see in Dempsey's plan here that has to do with what you were outlaying as Dempsey's plan earlier, Jonathan. Saying he's going to be in position, he's going to get to win a lot. He's against the widest range of the table, so his opponent's going to not flop well very often. Grafton doesn't care about flopping well necessarily to put a bunch of chips in the pot. I'm going to say that.
0: Sure. Okay. Just say that.
1: But Dempsey should know that, right?
0: I don't know if Dempsey knows that. Uh, Why why do we think Dempsey should know that? Because we know what happens in the hand? I mean, why else would Dempsey know
1: that? I mean, if he knows enough about Grafton to three bet with five, six off, you'd assume he knows that Grafton's bluff frequency is pretty high, too.
0: But if, if he thought his post-flop frequency was super high, he might not choose 5'6". He true. might choose his hands a little more carefully. That's true. So he probably just thinks Sam is opening a lot wide. They probably haven't had a big confrontation yet. So there probably isn't. Like, we're about to have one. Spoiler alert. <laughs> well, That's why we're doing this hand, right? Yeah, I mean, of course. So, um, so maybe they haven't had a big confrontation and so it's sort of like, you know, forget it, Sam. Like Stop doing this. like Or, or whatever. We're going to play a big pot and guess who's got position and it's going to be hard for you.
1: Right, so the pot's 155, yeah. Um, and before we get to the flop, let's talk about where you can have your own big confrontations, if oh. you really choose to. And In
0: the Thunderdome.
1: The Thunderdome, the land of the free, the home of the brave, also known as Nitrogen Sports Poker Room.
0: You know what's special about Nitrogen Sports?
1: Uh, I think there's a lot of things that are special oh, about name, it. But name two. Two things, okay. It has the easiest sign-up details of any online poker site, by far. Sure. You just put a username and a password, that's all it is. Okay. You're done. Yeah, Yeah, I'm with you. That's pretty easy, right? Yeah. So that, that's cool. That's one. Yeah. What's two? Uh, Bitcoin only. What is, what's special about that? Well, there's a couple things that's special about that. Number one is super fast deposits. You never have to deal with your bank declining your deposit, which happens all the time in online poker. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not what we care about that much, though, although it is nice. We care about that a but lot. But we, we love them juicy super fast withdrawals, though. Yeah. You buy all the juice with it. The Bitcoin juice. <laughs> <laughs> and when I say super fast, I don't mean a day. Because in the online poker world, a day would be super fast, be crazy. right? Never heard of that. You'd like,
0: have to pay all this extra money to get the check overnighted. If right. It was
1: a day. In the golden age of Full Tilt and Poker Stars, in America at least, you couldn't get your money in a day. It was impossible.
0: No, that's correct.
1: Right. Well, now you get it in a little bit less than a day on nitrogen. And by a little bit less, I mean like 23 hours and 50 minutes less. There you go. So...
0: 10 minutes. That was a little confusing, but I'm sure people were. Able you
1: get to your follow. money in 10 minutes. If they keep
0: rewinding and playing it again and again. They could probably figure out what you're saying.
1: They don't have to because I'm explaining it now. They get their money in 10 <laughs> minutes. It's super fast. That's it's true. awesome. That's true. You also hey, get to play with the poker guys.
0: That's true. That's a third benefit. Hey, you know what? A fourth benefit is what? They've just lowered their rake. They've oh, wow. They halved their rake, their max rake now. Yeah. It's uh, an exciting new development.
1: Just enjoy that.
0: Yeah, have so, fun with that. So you're playing cash and you're like, what the heck, man? This is I got more money than I used to have and it's like, yeah, you that's right, you do.
1: <laughs> hey, guess what you should do? Use the link in the description of this podcast when you sign up for access to exclusive Poker Guys stuff, which is a variety of things. Yeah. There's tournaments, there's free rolls, there's sit and goes. You have to use the link in the description if you want access to that stuff.
0: Yeah. Please use the link in the description. Do Otherwise, that. the Poker Guys will be no more.
1: The Poker Guys <laughs> will in fact cease to exist kind of like <laughs> Michael J. Fox when he failed to have sex with his own grandma or whatever it was in Back to the Future. I mean, he only his hand ceased to exist, in fairness. Yeah, but he was starting to fade, Ben. He was. He's was going.
0: I, the thing I don't get about that is nothing actually changes, right? It isn't like he then takes an action to get his parents to kiss. They just kiss, and then his hand comes back. If they were going to kiss, and then his hand should already be there. Like, nothing's changed then. Well, this is the fundamental problem. Some action has to be taken to get them to kiss. Otherwise, he was there. wouldn't be It's
1: hard to write time travel, Jonathan. It is. I mean, it's impossible. Everything's a circuitous loop. While we're on this subject, (laughs) I'd like to
0: say one more thing about Back to the Future. I think you need to say something. If I I can. Yeah, this is important to me. Okay, so Marty gets into the, the DeLorean and goes back to the 50s, right? Yes. Right. He... Then comes back to 1985, which, uh-huh. believe it or not, was present day at one point. And everything's different. So he doesn't know anyone. He has no shared memories. Fine, fine. What happens to the Marty who's been living for the last you know, 18 years up till then, who everyone knows and likes? What happened to that kid? You
1: got to just turn him into dust, I guess.
0: Well, that isn't what happens, though, in all the other Back to the Future movies. In the next Back to the Future movie, he goes into the future and is in the same room with himself and hides from himself and stuff like that. So they can, so more than one Marty can be in the same place at the same time. So yeah. where is Marty of 1985 in the in the end of the Back to the Future movie? What happened to Marty? Did Doc Brown kill Marty?
1: I think Doc Brown killed Marty. I dude. mean, Doc Brown has murder in his heart, right? Look at that guy. That guy is cray. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is a good show. I like.
0: It. <laughs> I've I've thought about that for a while. That what what's happened to the other Marty? I mean, the happy Marty, the Marty who like everything worked out for until he just disappear nobody
1: wants to answer the question it's kind of like i don't know if you should have asked that question in a multimedia platform like you're on like you might disappear now
0: steven spielberg is you know the mind behind it all so that's dangerous if
1: you think steven spielberg's the mind behind it all you are way (laughs) off buddy you think spielberg's not a puppet you think spielberg doesn't have a puppet master You're crazy. (sighs) You're crazy, man. We used
0: to do stuff like this all the time in the podcast, just go crazy and talk about crazy things for a while and then eventually make our way back to the hand.
1: I feel like that's what's happening.
0: Yeah, right now. Okay,
1: let's recap the action a little bit. Yeah, let's definitely do that. So, Grafton's got Jack, Deuce of Diamonds, under the gun, Dempsey, three-bet with five-six (laughs) offsuit. There's a straggler in Spittles with King, Queen of Clubs. Yeah, Uh, Grafton called the three-bet as well. We have 155 pounds in the pot. Going to the flop. Spittles is the garbage human. Here we go. What's going to happen? It's an ace of hearts. Nobody wants to see that. That's a bad card for everybody at the table. Uh, Four of diamonds and a six of clubs. I kind of disagree with you about that, actually. You think it's good for Grafton's range? I think it's good for Dempsey. Dempsey, Dempsey, because once Spittles calls
0: there, Spittles has a pretty tight range of hands. And I think if it's like a seven high board, it's going to be really hard for Dempsey to continue very often. Because what does Spittles will have? Spittles has some hands, like some big cards that are unpaired, but he's got a lot of bigger pairs that are just going to be forced to call. He's got yeah. a lot of nines and tens and stuff like that, which are just not going to fold. Right. So an ace means we're going to fold out a lot of that stuff now. Now, admittedly, we're going to bet, and sometimes Spittles is going to have ace-queen.
1: Now, it really depends on how wide Grafton's range truly is, or if he just kind of randomly chose Jack Deuce this time. Because if it's not crazy wide, if it's not like 80% of hands, yeah. then Grafton has a ton of aces in his range, also. Absolutely, yeah. he
0: does. He has more aces than uh, Dempsey should have, right? Yeah, absolutely, he does. He yeah. should have, like, down to ace deuce suited, should, or even off.
1: Well, I guess that's questionable. Dempsey could have all those hands potentially as well. It's five-handed.
0: Yeah, if he's, if he's going to raise with a blocker and stuff yeah. like that, I guess he could have all the aces. I would expect him to raise more suited aces. Maybe because they're so deep, he doesn't even have to raise some suited aces. He could call with them. Yeah, that doesn't seem how he's decided to play though. Right, based on this
1: one hand. Anyway, you'd think you'd want to charge Grafton for his his horrible range, you know, with, with any ace. Maybe,
0: for... but like if you have Ace three suited, is it so bad with ten thousand blinds effective to call in position a small raise rather than to play a bigger bigger pot? No, that would to? be fine. Seems pretty reasonable. To that me. would
1: be just fine. Yeah.
0: Anyway, anyway, so maybe not. Maybe, maybe the aces is just as good for both of their ranges, Grafton and uh, Dempsey's.
1: It's the worst for Spittle's range. I agree with that. Those are like meh. Nonetheless, none of these players have hit this. That's correct. Well, well, Dempsey hit it, but he didn't hit the pair. Dempsey
0: zooms into the lead from the worst end to the best end. Yeah,
1: he flopped middle pair with his 5'6 on this (laughs) ace 4'6 rainbow board. So sick. Very sick. It's the sickest of sick things. Anyway, Uh, Spittles checks, Garbage Human. Uh, You can buy a Garbage Human t shirt if you want to, by the way. That's true. Amazon.com, if you've heard of it, is a website where they sell things, including Garbage Human t shirts by the poker guys. Yeah. Uh, Spittles checks, Grafton checks. Dempsey bets 100. Do you think you should be betting here? Yes. Okay. Just to tr- charge equity?
0: No. Um, we're turning our six into a bluff to fold out Spittles as two nines. Okay. I think and, that's the first thing we have to and do.
1: at the same time as charging the random two cards in Grafton's hand? Exactly.
0: Yeah. If Grafton, we don't want to give... If, if these guys... Like, we often don't have the best hand anyway, and if somehow we do, we're, these guys have got a lot of equity, and we can fold a huge amount of things right now because it's an A-side board and we three bet. So I, li- yeah. I like
1: the bet. All right. Yeah, I think I agree with you there. Those all, those all make sense. Cool. Uh, Spittles decides to fold. We also block middle set, which is nice. There's something there, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Spittles decides to fold with his king-queen high. I think that's reasonable.
0: Yeah, I think we have to fold it for Spittles.
1: Grafton's not going to fold. Sure.
0: Uh, I mean, he's got two back doors.
1: Yeah. He does. He does. Now, I think if we're not just splashing around here, I think a better play if we're going to continue as Grafton is to call. If we decide we don't believe Dempsey has an ace very often, if we want to rep a wider range that beats Dempsey's range, I think we should call.
0: Right. Call and make a play later. Yeah. When, like, another card can come, we can rep two pair or aces up or something like that. Right. deciding to raise right now, if we were going to do that as Grafton, we're repping a super thin range, right?
1: Yeah, you would think so, and that's what Grafton does. And it's a small raise, too, which is strange. He makes it 235 with his jack high, two back doors that are both pretty bad.
0: He, I think he's just saying you're just going to have to fold a lot, right Dempsey, like Ace high board you're just going to have to fold a lot. Or also he could be thinking to himself, I'm going to set up barrels on the turn and river with this raise, right?
1: Now, there's there's two ways to think about this uh this raise as far as what Grafton's intention are. There's a traditional perspective which is which I'm going to go over in a second, mm-hmm. and then there's the meta game perspective between these two guys trying to table captain each other. So the traditional perspective, this is something that I guess you call it the, the Grant Denison play, um, right. which is not really something I do very often, but something I've talked about before. Ace high boards, when somebody three bets, they have so many fewer aces in their range than I have in my range if I'm the caller of the three bet. Because three betters are really weighted towards pairs, and then they have ace king and sometimes ace queen. Right?
0: I mean, it depends on who the three better is and depends on position. Right,
1: of table. course. So, this is a traditional thought, though. That, like, I mean, generally. You know,
0: like, titer, a tighter three bet range. Right. Yeah. And Not like I've got a blocker.
1: Which is the range. more traditional three bet range. That's like what you usually see.
0: I mean, you know, button to small blind, cutoff to button, those things could be much wider, right?
1: Amongst a bunch of high level players, sure. But how often are you at a table like that? Not often enough, right. Honestly. Yeah. So, from what you usually see when you're playing poker, right. the caller has way more aces in their range, right? Um, I'm going to be forced to agree with you here, yeah. Okay, so that is level one thinking that Grafton might be doing here, saying, like, I have more aces in my range than you, James Dempsey, so go I mean, away. That's not level one, but go well, ahead. Well, level four, whatever it okay. is. <laughs> well, we need to be on level 10, right? <laughs> um, and, and Grafton's like, I have more aces in my range than you have. Yeah. I'm going to raise, go away. Mm-hmm. Of course, there are problems with that, such as you if you expect them to go away when you have a one-pair hand, you're never getting called by a worse hand, This is only a play that's gonna work against bad players. And that's why it's not a play that I ever do. (laughs) Like this play only works against bad players if if you're putting them on a pair heavy range. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, you're just
0: not telling it. I mean, what hands is Grafton really supposed to have for value is the real question.
1: Yeah, that's that's the reason why, because but to get to that, we say like, okay, we're saying we have more aces in our range, but we would we really ever check raise those hands? Like would we check raise ace ten here?
0: Let's pretend for a second we have ace-queen, which is possible to have as Grafton. Yeah. We might decide to check-raise ace-queen. It's a super dry board. We want to get value out of all the aces that um, Dempsey can have or the big pairs, maybe even, where we feel like he's just going to check and never put any more money in, basically. Um, like We feel we can get our two streets right now and maybe get another street later as well. We can actually sort of force three streets in. Because we're out of position. Well, you've vaulted to the
1: way. new level of thinking oh, okay. where we were talking about the traditional level of thinking. Sorry, I jumped that's, ahead. Huh? That's okay. Yeah, got excited. That's okay. We can get excited. All right, but go on. All right. Please. Generally, just w- from a traditional perspective, be- because we're worried about getting action from worse hands, we're going to have two pair better here as Grafton, right? Which is your to your earlier point that it's like a super thin range of value.
0: We're going to have two pair better. Oh, you don't think... Is from a tradi- the ace, Is the ace-queen part of the new way of thinking? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what you're saying.
1: From the traditional perspective... Like, most players, especially on yeah, okay. ace-high dry board. Sure. I mean, this is why good players don't generally check-raise ace-high dry boards, because it's really hard to have value.
0: Really hard.
1: Yeah. So, no matter what you have, it's like a check-call spot, for the most part.
0: I mean, depending on your opponent. Right. Yeah, of course.
1: Against another good player. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, then we get to your level, where you're saying, okay, Grafton is saying, I can have more more than just 2 pair better. He has to be saying that, right? I mean, I think so. But but isn't that still
0: sort of capped at around ace-queen, maybe ace-jack at the worst?
1: Yeah, because, I mean, although Dempsey may have down to ace-deuce, he might because we're five-handed and these are mm-hmm. two very active players, and Grafton is certainly aware of that. He may have down to ace-deuce. It can't be profitable to go, like, down to ace-nine for check-raises. I just can't Maybe ace-ten
0: at best. I think ace-ten is really questionable, yeah. too. Maybe I'm wrong with these guys and their dynamic And, and all maybe that.
1: any ace is not good to check-raise anyway, like... If, if Dempsey has a bunch of aces, but also a bunch of air, like he's just going to fold his air. Isn't it better to let him blast off with his air?
0: Well, I mean, I don't disagree, but this comes back to if we think Dempsey's going to... If Dempsey sits there and thinks like, what are you really repping, bro? Like you got sets of fours, sets of sixes. Uh, now we as Dempsey, we know that we actually we have a six. But from Grafton's point of view, right, right? We don't know that Dempsey would cut out some of the combos of sixes. Sets of fours, six, sets of sixes, a six suited... Or ace-six, ace-four. Let's even say not suited. Sure. That's it, right? Maybe yeah. six-four. Maybe exactly six-four suited also.
1: Probably suited for six-four.
0: Yeah, okay. So there's some combos there, but that's not a huge amount, right? No. I mean, it's just not. So you might decide if you get two jacks as Dempsey, you're not going to fold for sure. Anything anything of value, you really can't fold right away on this. I Five-six
1: is actually a lot more comfortable than two jacks because it's easier to improve. I agree.
0: Yeah. I agree. Um, the problem, of course, is if Grafton's... Bluffing with a hand like King Queen, he's he has much more equity. Against, not against wrong, bad example. Jack Ten. There you go. Um, right. That that's got um a lot more equity against our five six. But whatever. Yeah. Um. So it's a weird spot, right? Because it's sort of this. This becomes a leveling thing, right? Where it's like, well, gee, you can't really have anything, so I don't have to fold. I've got position. We're deep. I'm going to call, you know, or or re raise or yeah. something. I'm going to lose my mind a little bit because. You have so little actual value here.
1: Now let's take a step back for a second. And because yeah. um, I, I realized something here, we're, we're kind of not really killing, but we're saying Grafton is not doing a good job of repping a value hand. Right. It, his range is too thin. But sometimes what you rep doesn't matter that much because the situation demands that your opponent folds anyway. And we see here that Dempsey has five, six offsuit, right? Mm-hmm. That means he's capable of having most cards in his hand. Hard to argue. So Grafton's going to fold out a lot of Dempsey's range here, even so even though he's not repping that much. Because I mean, Dempsey might, just happened to flop a pair, but that's not frequent.
0: He also might fold out this part of Dempsey's range. I yeah. mean this is not like this can't be a comfortable call if you're Dempsey, right? I right, mean, of course. I know we have a pair. I guess we would call specifically because we're so deep and we're trying we're hoping to improve, right? Like And we
1: don't believe Sam because he's because amazing, he's a wacko.
0: Because he's a wacko and this is relatively low stakes for him and maybe he's just losing his mind, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Right? Yeah. But at, at the same point, what I'm saying is like if Dempsey didn't flop a pair, this just works. It just has to work. It doesn't. Dempsey can float. He can float, but it's a lot, it's a lot more likely to work. But isn't it true that if you have 5-6 and you
0: decide to call here, is that really different than deciding to float ultimately? You're, yes. Either way, you're putting the guy in a bluff, it's, right? You can only beat a bluff either way.
1: Right, but you don't have to take an aggressive action later with 5-6 if you're putting That's the true. guy in a bluff. That's that is very true. different.
0: That is absolutely You can true.
1: go check, check on the river and win. Right. Yeah. Right. So I think there's a big difference there.
0: Okay. But either way, you need the guy to have a bluff for you to have a chance to win the pot, right?
1: I definitely agree, but I think the next piece is also important.
0: It's only because it saves you a bet once in a while when you are...
1: Uh... It's nice to have showdown value.
0: It is, but if it's if it's weak showdown value and you can only beat a bluff, then you can play... I'm just saying, like you can have air here too, right? I mean, it's not crazy. In a
1: way, but there's another... Advantage, obviously, you can turn trips. You can turn two pair with five, six.
0: Without question. That is the, I mean, that's the value for sure. That's a great point. That's a great point. The improving piece. Of course, if he's got, you know, a set of fours, not
1: so good. Unless we river a six also. (laughs) Then it's
0: good. (laughs) Then it's better again. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Of course. Um, Anyway, so this all goes in the hopper. Pops out as a call in Dempsey's head. Decides it's a call. you have to call. I think you have to call just because, as we said, Grafton's value range is so thin.
0: I'm praying for a 5 or a 6 if I'm Dempsey cuz otherwise it's going to be really hard to keep going on even so if even with against a thin value range, right?
1: Quick theoretical question for you here. Sure. When you're in Grafton's position and you're deciding to check raise on an ace high board, do you think and in the deep cash game like this, do you think it's better if there are two to a suit out there or if it's a dry board?
0: Cool question. I think the answer's got to be it's better if it's a dry board.
1: That was my initial thought. But yeah. thinking about it a little bit further, yeah, especially if you're against a competent player, when you make this size, I don't think you're going to get that many folds. Yeah, we might want more win cards for us, and a flush draw on the board gives us more win cards potentially.
0: That is a great point that we sort of pick up more outs that we can th- yeah. fake outs, but they're outs, right? Right, um, that is cool. So on a wet board, we could rep things that you know that. So we can rep, make getting there, we can rep, we hope he didn't get there, you know, whatever. We,
1: there's there's we other advantages on a wet board as well, I think. Um, yeah. Your check-raising range just gets a lot wider. You, you can have the semi-bluffs, which then you can rep later, but you can also tell a better story of I have a strong hand because on a super dry board like this, you're going to check-call some of your super strong hands.
0: You are. That is true. Um, the other side of it is uh, we can also, on a wet board... Um, we can get called more. We can get, like, some value and then bluff the guy off later. You know what I mean? He can call, like, he's, if he's got any kind of a draw, he's going to call on the flop. And on the turn, if we size it right, he may just have to fold. Or if he calls the turn, we can just fold the river. You know what I mean? But, like, yeah. so we can actually make more money and still win on a bluff if we have the heart to continue. The heart have
1: have. and the commitment. To as the game. Tony G., the Lithuanian parliament member, would say. Yes. And uh, that is how he's known in the poker world, the Lithuanian parliament. That's what world.
0: we always call him. We don't even refer to him by name anymore. Yeah. Why would you do that?
1: that I don't know. Why would don't. you? Don't.
0: You did it, and I didn't like it. I'll say that just now.
1: I'm sorry. Are you? I'm sorry. I, I added a part to your day that you didn't need. Yeah. I know you've already had a hard day. <laughs> Untrue. We we have very few hard days. Super easy here, day. <laughs> here, here at Poker Guys HQ, it's hard to have a hard day. It's true. Um. All right. So Dempsey calls. The pot now is going to be 625 pounds going to the turn. We have Grafton with Jack Deuce of diamonds on an ace-4-6 rainbow board. Dempsey with 5-6 off for middle pair, the best hand by far. Right. By far. He's, you know. Bar none.
0: There's a lot of reasonable cards for Grafton on the turn, though. Such diamonds are good.
1: Jack of clubs would be pretty good, right?
0: I mean, it's okay. It's not as good as a diamond, honestly, but we'll take a Jack.
1: I mean, if Dempsey's holding on with any pocket pair, we beat a lot of them now. That's nice. Okay. And that's what happens. Jack of clubs. Bang.
0: Right there on the turn.
1: The second Marty, that's where he went. He's under the jack of clubs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's very small and thin now. Yeah. It's nothing wrong of with the that. the time,
1: time travel side effect.
0: Nothing weird about that at all. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Grafton takes the lead by hitting his three-outer on the turn and has no idea if he's good or not.
1: This is where things get crazy. Yeah. Like, there's questionable decisions so far. Get ready. Things are about to get wacky, and I think probably suboptimal from all perspectives. Let's find out. All right, let's find out. So, Grafton has vaulted the lead. There's 625 in the pot. Ace, Jack, 6-4. There's two clubs on the board now. Spittles is kicking himself. He had king, queen of clubs. He would have turned the nut card for him, basically. Mm. It's too bad. Yeah. But that's what happens when you're the garbage human. Yeah, bad you know? things. It's only bad for yep. garbage humans. Uh, Grafton bets. He decides to bet here
0: curious.
1: And he bets small. He bets 255 and a 625, which is particularly small for a deep state cash game.
0: The thing that's weird about that is, I mean, doesn't he have to be bluffing right now when he's betting? No, he's blocking,
1: right? He's blocking. So you're talking about his intent. Yeah. Yeah. You think this is a blocker bet. Okay. So he's trying to make it so Dempsey doesn't bet more than 255.
0: If he checks, he thinks he's going to have to pay off a bigger bet and he doesn't want to... He's going to. He's not going to
1: fold now. that. I don't know why turn. he would think that when he check-raised. And if he checks, then I think Dempsey's going to check back a lot.
0: Uh, I'm not sure if Dempsey's going to do that or not. Dempsey's repping either an ace or a big pair a lot, right? He
1: would check back an ace for sure. Why? Why wouldn't Dempsey check back an ace on the turn if Grafton checked? Because um, Grafton could have picked up
0: showdown value. Or, you with know, with Jack Deuce? Or any Jack. I don't know. How many jacks do you put in Grafton? Why is why, is, why is Grafton well, I checking? I mean, him? all
1: right, let's take a step back here. I think you got a little bit in the weeds there. Okay. Do you really think Dempsey would bet an ace on the turn? I would Grafton always check checked- an ace. Let me be yeah, clear. Yeah, okay.
0: But these guys are crazy, man. I've seen them
1: play. All <laughs> right. Don't try to extricate yourself from that one. He's never betting an ace on the turn. <laughs> it's a zero percenter. It's like maybe a one percenter. I mean, look, if Dempsey has ace king, I think he's betting.
0: You don't think so? It's possible. If he has ace queen, I think he's betting. I don't know. I I actually don't know. I don't know if I I agree with that. I think he absolutely is. I think he's betting all big aces here. Um, Probably, he might check ace 10. But actually, I do think he's betting ace queen because ace queen is almost always the best hand right now.
1: I don't know. Grafton just check raised the flop. He's a wacky guy. He might be going for the double check race. Okay. we got 10,000
0: blinds deep. You're just going to bet call ace queen? What else are we going to do with it? We're not going to bet fold it against Sam freaking Grafton. Which is
1: why I would prefer a check. Why? Because I don't want to be in that spot. Why?
0: Who cares? We can afford it, and like we have a great value. We have a strong value hand. We don't I mean, want to give a free card. This guy can have weird f- gut shots and stuff like that. Don't we want to? Don't want to charge him for that? He's gonna pay. He's gonna pay so often. He's he's lost his freaking mind over
1: here. Look at this guy. Look at his Harry Potter glasses. <laughs> I think you're being a bit results oriented uh, by knowing Grafton's hand here. It does make it easier. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I do think it's totally
0: reasonable to bet Ace Queen here, though. And I think in a tournament setting, you're much more likely to check because um, you're worried about—people are so careful with their chips that it's hard to get called by a worse hand. But I think with ace-queen, there's just a lot of hands that may call you here.
1: Name like a couple. Ace-queen rates to be the best hand so often. Name a couple of hands that Grafton's going to call that we have beat. 5-7. Five, 5-7. Seven. Five, seven. Okay, so he flopped open-ended. Yeah. And you think he's not going to continue on the turn.
0: Once we call the check raise, maybe he decides he doesn't want to continue. Seems unlikely.
1: I would continue. When he when he check raises a tiny amount. It seems weird to, to then check. I, I, <laughs> he's gonna continue five seven.
0: Um, if we think he's gonna continue all his bluffs.
1: Which seems like the thing he would do because he check raised tiny, he's not just gonna give up after that.
0: Um, then can he have we were sort of debating about that you know, the second level of it all and um what kind of aces if Sam could actually check raise just an ace here. Uh if
1: he can actually have like ace 10, okay, but ace 10 is really like questionable. And if ace jack was the cutoff, which you posited, I was saying that ace jack now, obviously, of course, top two.
0: That's why that's why I threw an ace 10. Yeah, I know, I know, I wouldn't say ace jack. That so would be stupid. All right,
1: what else? What else you
0: got? Uh, it's hard to come up with a whole lot of other stuff. This is true. Um, okay, we could be betting, uh, I don't really like that. The thing is this. It's a little hard to separate. I, f- I feel like when I play cash... Well, you're, I make, th- you're talking about limit. No, no. No, I'm not. No, when I play cash, um, I feel like I make a bet with top pair after I get check raised much more often than I do in a tournament setting.
1: Yeah, against a bad player you do. Yes, that's right, against a this bad player. It's a different player. situation.
0: Yeah. Right, because what's his face? crafting is going to be more polarized than a bad player. Yeah. That's your point. We think. We, we think, Yeah. yeah. So then there's just not a lot of value in betting. Yeah. Yeah. I all think right, I have to agree with that.
1: Okay. I tried. Cool. I tried. Well, theory land over. Grant wins Theoryland this time. Yeah, you did. All right, but we're back to reality. We're Grafton best 255, and it seems weird. And maybe it's a metagame thing. We just talked in Theoryland about how Grafton's going to continue all of his bluffs, right? Maybe he feels like he needs to continue on this card because he's going to continue with his bluffs and his value, and now he's in the weird middle spot that doesn't make any sense because it's so weird to have, like, a check raise with a jack in your hand, turn second pair— and so that's an uncommon spot where usually in the spot, if he has a gut shot or five, seven, he's going to continue. If he has ace four, ace six, set of fours, he's going to continue. Right. So what is he not continuing?
0: That's a really good question. It's hard to come up with hands. He's not continuing. This is a pretty good candidate, though. This it hand, is This is a good one to not continue.
1: It is. But maybe he doesn't want to have any.
0: But he could have. OK, he should have some give ups on the turn, shouldn't yeah. he? Yeah. So if he has some give ups, this is a great hand to have.
1: No, he shouldn't.
0: He should have no give ups.
1: When he sizes it like that on oh, the flop, he, sizes he should so small. never you're have right. a give up on the turn. You're right. You're right.
0: He sizes. It's almost like he wanted to get called on the turn, so he could try and bluff big on the on. Sorry, but he wanted to get called on the flop, so he could bet bigger on the turn and, and win it there. Yeah. Right. And now he actually improved on the turn.
1: So then he bets smaller.
0: Now he's betting small to sort of block slash get value out of some things, and also yeah, not get blown off the hand. Yeah. That's that's what blocking us, I guess I mean, anyway, yeah, yeah, so I guess that's what's going on. I don't know, I mean, do we really think there's balance going on here? Do you think he's thinking about it from a balance point of view at
1: least a little bit? I, I mean, if know. you're a really good player, you play high level all the time. It's impossible not to think about it. It's not like you just forget things
0: I mean, sure, but he opens jack Dew suited and check raises on this board with no equity, essentially that yeah, so I mean. It's really weird. Like Those are not decisions high-level players usually make. No. Very right. often. Not usually. Sometimes you may have a reason for doing it, right? Maybe you have a, a, a read on the guy. Maybe the, there's frequencies going on where you just feel like my two cards just don't matter. But I, I'd be surprised if Dempsey's the kind of player where that's the case, even though he did three-bet, five-six off. So I, still,
1: I still would be surprised. Because of what he looks like? Because of his um, resume. He's because got, he, he has he's a got, good resume. Yeah, yeah. He's got, like, so does Michael Mizraki. That's true.
0: That's a good point. Dempsey could be a crazy person. Grafton yeah. could be a crazy person. Everyone could be crazy. Yeah. The whole thing's a little confusing.
1: Right. Yeah. So anyway, Grafton decides to bet. And I think from a metagame I understand why the bet happens from a metagame perspective because right. it's hard to have a check. Right. Um in practice, it seems like a perfect time to check.
0: It seems like the ideal spot to check. Like we hit a deuce when like, well, I just gotta keep bluffing. Yeah. I can beat some things now as a jack with a jack. Like I don't know if I can beat what he has, but I can beat some things. Right. And we're so deep, and I don't care about the money. I can check and call whatever he bets anyway. What do I care? Seems like pretty reasonable to uh, to do that,
1: right? So, but there are, of course, practical problems. Even though, from a metagame perspective, this might make sense. There are some serious practical problems. Which like, are we're often going to fold out all the worst hands
0: by betting? Yeah, yeah. Like two eights. Now we don't want to fold anymore.
1: And they're, pr- I mean, we bet small. Maybe they call. Maybe but- they just
0: call again. Maybe they're like, well, you can have gut shots and you can have straight draws. I mean,
1: I guess two eights might call again because two eights is putting you on a bluff on the flop to call then, right?
0: I think two eights is putting you on sl- bluff on the flop slash we're super deep slash I'm in position slash right. your your name is Sam Grafton.
1: So, well, which means bluff on the flop, the last part. It doesn't. It, it doesn't mean that. So, what were you inferring? Then? It doesn't
0: matter what I'm inferring.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so assuming two eights is putting you on a bluff on the yeah. flop. They're going to continue putting you on a bluff and think that a jack is not a huge part of your range. And it's cheap. Yeah. So
0: that encourages so maybe like you bluff can. catchers to bluff Maybe catch. you
1: can get called by those hands sometimes. Okay.
0: I think that's true. We're definitely going to get called by all better hands. Like, two queens aren't going to fold, that's for sure. Yeah,
1: that's a problem.
0: So we're not really bluffing. We're not bluffing, right? Because if we're bluffing, we'd bet bigger.
1: We're, we're trying to control the pot, I think. Okay. It's, it's mostly just so it's blocking, trying, trying to keep control, control of the pot. Yeah. You know, like make sure it doesn't get too big. Unfortunately, that's not going to work out for Sam Grafton. No. Which is another interesting thing because yeah. Dempsey has technical showdown value with his 5-6 here on the ace, jack, four six two 2-club board. Yeah. But Dempsey decides it's not quite good enough to just call. I
0: don't understand this.
1: Dempsey raises with his 5-6 to $715. This doesn't
0: make sense to me. It's pounds. It doesn't make pounds, sense to me. Pounds, yeah. Um, if we think Grafton isn't bluffing then what in the world could he ever fold if we raise here? Except the very hand that he has, like a weird spiked jack.
1: I have a theory. Okay. I have a theory. It's not necessarily a good theory.
0: I have a guess, too, but you go first. All
1: right. So this is all subjective, as most theories that we posit are. Um, Dempsey thinks Grafton might be check-raising a lot of aces on the flop. Right. And... He wants to make sure that if Grafton's bluffing, it's just in case, right? We we get to fold him out if he's bluffing most of the time when we make it 7.15. Okay. Um, if Grafton has a an ace, just a one-pair ace, he's going to have to seriously consider folding when we race. Mm-hmm. So if if that's the case, we have to say Grafton's check-raising one-pair aces on the flop, which is unlikely. But that would, in a way, justify this race.
0: Okay, but you spent, like so much time arguing against i know that this very point right so that was
1: in theory land when we were talking but about you a, said
0: you won theory land your I, whole point was ace queen or better and maybe not that so how can you you I don't you can't be on both sides I, i'm
1: i'm i said it was a bad theory i'm trying to justify the raise in some ways okay I got. okay
0: that's fair that's yeah. fair. um okay here's the only way i can justify because i can't get on board with that because because i i agreed with you in theory land right. right i feel like you won theory land so now i can't say well Sure, Grafton could have lots of A's, and that's why he's doing it. Yeah. I think it's just a sizing thing. He's like, well, you're betting small, and that's just weak. And, you know, I called your check raise. If you had a big value, you'd bet big. Okay.
1: Like, you
0: try and inflate this pot.
1: But why would you do it with a showdownable hand when you can just win by calling?
0: Because you're afraid you're actually... Right. This is, this is why I don't understand it. This is why I think the whole thing is weird and doesn't make any sense. We should be calling or folding. We really shouldn't be raising. But I think the thing which activates the raise is the sizing i can't imagine what else it could
1: be is it possible okay here's here's another theory okay okay this is better than the first theory
0: good (laughs) thanks (laughs) um
1: obviously grafton spiked the jack on the turn but that's not always going to happen usually not if and clearly a big part of dempsey calling on the flop is putting grafton on capable of bluffing right sure so grafton may be continuing to bluff here and this is where Dempsey decides to de- deny equity because there's a, he doesn't know what he's trying to avoid. There's a ton of bad cards.
0: That sounds. That's not a good theory, is it?
1: It's better than the last one.
0: Uh, yeah, that's because the last one was like the worst.
1: Okay, theory. what's your theory? You my, just tear my theories down. I out already and, came up with a theory. What si- was it? the sizing.
0: That was my theory.
1: But that's not really he's attacking the sizing.
0: It's better than your two.
1: <laughs> but that, but that's not a complete theory. My theories at least have like an intent, an understanding of what what Grafton if might If they're have. no
0: good, who cares? Who cares? It's more, I, I agree with you that none of these theories are any good, ultimately, because none of this makes any sense. It doesn't make sense why you would raise here with a six in your hand unless you're bluffing completely. But then what hands are you trying to get f- to fold out, this is your point, yeah. that's better than ours that would have taken this line? Now it turns out Grafton has one, but there's almost none, right? Which is
1: why, I, that's, which is why I came up with my latest theory that we're trying to deny equity from the bluffs,
0: right? Which I don't, I don't, I can't get behind that though. When we're one card out and it's Sam Grafton and we're deep, where I think we're just going to let him fire away, and sometimes he's going to get there, and it's fine. We're like such, such a plus EV play to just go call call rather than play an extra big pot when we don't have to, and you know, put ourselves in game theory disaster mode. Uh, what if it goes back to your first thing? You know. Like, I understand I said like you won theory Land. Maybe you didn't win Theoryland. We just thought you did. Maybe from Dempsey's Maybe. point of view, Grafton's absolutely check-raising all one pair, all top pair hands. Period. It doesn't Maybe. make any sense why you do that, though. Come no, on. it's a t- terrible play. It's
1: absurd. Play. Horrible play.
0: Absurd. So I don't get this raise. This raise has got to be a bluff, right? Let's doesn't it have to be a bluff?
1: There might be an element of denying equity along with it being... Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, but let's take a step back. And perhaps okay. look in the meta world for for. Can we remind everyone
0: the board and the the hands and stuff? Yes, there, we, we can. It's uh,
1: ace-four-six, rainbow flop, check-raised by Grafton with Jack Deuce, turns the jack of clubs, bringing a second club. Grafton continues. Dempsey's got five-six. He flopped middle pair. Uh, okay. Dempsey now raises with his middle pair, Okay. Uh, which is third pair now. So, man... Making me recap that made me forget my point I was going to make. Sorry. That's really h- rough because I feel like it was going to be good. Oh, here it is. We're, we're, back. we're, we're taking a step back. We're entering Meadowland now. Let's go all the way back to the beginning of the podcast. And I don't mean you have to rewind if you're listening. Don't do that. I'm going to tell you what I mean. We have to go back to the future. Go ahead. I don't want to because what if my clone dies? Um, <laughs> so, All right. So we said there might be a table captain thing going on yeah. here. They're, tr- they're, they're fighting for table captain. Right. And Grafton is now taking, seeing Dempsey fight for table captain by three betting, mm. and, and trying to wrestle that away by taking this line against Dempsey. Okay. And Dempsey's saying, "No, I'm sorry, I'm still the table captain. Like, I'm going to take aggressive actions at you when you take aggressive actions at me. I'm on your left. It's not going to be easy for you."
0: But why would you do that with a hand that you can call with? I can understand you don't you don't get
1: that many opportunities. Like, I don't think it's going to happen that frequently. Like, uh, like. 100% of hands they're in where there's a three-bet and a check-raise on the flop. Like this is an opportunity to really say like no matter how much aggression you take against me, it's, it's your life's going to be hard.
0: I mean, I, I can't really get behind it. Can you? I no, mean, I can't, but I'm okay. trying. I'm trying. No, I appreciate you trying. Yeah. I mean, I would think one of the ways you do is you just three-bet them mercilessly pre-flop and you raise them a lot on every time you bet, you could raise them. That's fine. Uh but doing it with a, a perfectly good showdownable hand in a spot where our friend over there, Sam Grafton, is polarized seems like a pretty dumb idea. I'm trying, like... I know you're
1: trying. I'm in this... in a weird spot. In, in, uh, when, when I say I'm trying, I'm not trying to defend myself. What I'm saying is I'm trying right now, what I'm trying to do is channel our friend Robert Brewer. Yeah, I know. And think the way that he thinks. I know. He's, he's like, he's hyper-exploitive. Yeah. And uh, he's told us many times, like, he sits down at a table. This is usually in tournaments, but he does it in cash, too. He wants everybody to be afraid to be in a pot with him. And he he makes sure of it early on, and sometimes he's out of the tournament really fast, but like he's the table captain a hundred percent of the time
0: okay, I got a new theory, okay, we're Dempsey. we believe Grapton is uh when he check raises there on the flop that he is not just check raising a polarized range and he's not just check raising top pair like maybe maybe like. The toppest of pairs, like the Ace Queen pluses, are like part of the polarized range. Maybe not, but like other aces wouldn't be check raised because they're too good. But that perhaps Grafton is turning other pairs into bluffs. Okay. If that's the case, now our six might not be good. Yeah. But and it absolutely would work to raise here. You'd think, right? If Grafton has two eights and he decides to turn that into a bluff, and then he's like, "Well, I just got to continue on the turn here," and then he continues. We're like, well, we can't beat a lot of the pairs that he would have. There's well, very few of them. Here's
1: the problem. It yeah. has to be like nines has got to be the top of that range for Grafton or else he's no need to turn it into a bluff. Because he's getting called by aces anyway, right? Yeah. So he doesn't have that many of those hands. And is he
0: really doing that with nines and eights and sevens yeah, anyway? I probably mean, it's not. It's so
1: questionable. All right. I I think the best guess is is this is just a, a war for table captain.
0: I mean it might. I it's the best guess but none of these guesses are any good. The war I, I don't buy any of
1: them. The war is not over yet. Let right. me tell you what because Dempsey <laughs> makes it 715. Grafton, now having turned one of the best cards in the deck for him, he's now got a showdownable hand. He decides it's not good enough to call. It's too good to fold. I don't know, you could fold. <laughs> you could yeah. definitely fold here. Yeah. Uh he raises. Yeah. He clicks it back. He makes it 1270.
0: So he clearly believes that Dempsey is raising, like, an ace here. Yeah. Like, a single, lone ace. Because, obviously, aces up is not going to fold.
1: Could Grafton be so locked into what's going on here that he expects Dempsey to show up with worse hands and play them this way? No. Okay. Come on. Probably not. And call? Probably not. Worse hands and fold, maybe, but worse hands and call? I mean, Grafton clicks it back. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) What's supposed to call us when we have Jack Deuce on an ace, Jack... What, six four board? Two tens. Really? That no. would raise us on right.
1: Don't tear me apart because I, is, I understand. This is another terrible theory. We're just taking shots. This is another terrible theory. Okay. But Grafton is.
0: This is stupid. We're seeking to understand here.
1: We're seeking to understand. Okay. So when Grafton is making this raise, he thinks he can sometimes get called by worse hands because. If he were to just call, all of those worse hands would know they were behind. But if Grafton actually takes another aggressive action, he can still be bluffing. That keeps the worse hands alive and putting more money in the pot, whereas they never will on the river if Grafton just calls.
0: (laughs) I mean, I like the shot. I like the try. It almost sounds plausible, but if we really think about it, it feels like that's probably not really happening. No, of course not. Um, my best guess is that these guys have got a lot of money in front of them. They're on TV. They're playing what to them feels like a very low stakes game. And they're letting, they're letting, they're letting themselves, they're like, you know what? I push back. Yeah. You know what? I'm just going to push back. And I don't, it feels like it's that as much as anything So table else. captaining. Yeah. Table captaining. But it's sort of like without thinking about ranges to the degree that we would expect them to think about them, perhaps. Perhaps. You know what I mean? Or not worrying about those ranges in yeah. any way. Sort of like an Andy Black kind of a thing. Like we did, uh. A few weeks ago on the mm-hmm. show, you know, where it's like he's just deciding to do this right now, and we can't really explain why, but it works for him, at least some of the time. He just
1: chooses the time to do it. I'm thing. just
0: doing this, yeah. you know. So like, you push me, I push you. That's it. I got nothing else. All right.
1: So now you put yourself in this position as James Dempsey. Yeah, you did. What are you gonna do? I mean, it's such you're getting such a good price. It's crazy. Okay. What's what? What's the price exactly? All right. So Grafton has made it seven. He made Dempsey made it 715, and Graft made it 1270. It's absurd. Yeah, <laughs> it is absurd. So, uh, so it's another 535, 545. How, how big is the pot? The pot is gonna be about 2600.
0: So we're getting a five to one right yeah. now. Yeah, we have to believe if if the six pairs, based on what's been happening, if if that means we're if we're still good. Yeah, we have to still be good. Right? When do we improve? But if we improve, uh, we have to believe that we're probably going to get some money out of our friend here. Yeah. But we can't really believe the five is good if we hit it very often, right? Like if the five is good, we're probably not going to get a lot of action on the river. I it's mean, if Grafton's bluffing, we can. That's true. That's true. But then that's true with the six anyway. Yeah. We don't need to improve. Right. Um, if the six pairs or trips up for us, now we can beat aces up. And he's going to have to call if we bet, probably, right? Yeah. If he has ace jack, he's just going to have to call. Yeah. But there's only two outs to that, and we're so we're only getting five to one. I mean, yeah, we're like not. four and a half percent to hit. It's really there's no way the implied odds are nearly good enough. So so that can't be so improving is not enough.
1: No, the call the call is based on thinking Grafton's bluffing here. It has to be. Yeah, it has to be because because Dempsey calls. Right.
0: Dempsey calls. I yeah. wonder if they weren't on TV if none of this would have happened that's possible i feel like that almost got to be a part of it
1: there right? is a little viral hand equity you know
0: a little bit i mean they they did make it on they found their way to the breakdown yeah congratulations guys <laughs> i mean we when we were doing our practice run of poker time yesterday or two days ago uh there were some pretty wacky hands that happened there were a lot of normal hands but then and i don't know if those players because i haven't seen a lot of them play before uh always play like that or if they actually sort of like well, actually, the guy who's playing the, the
1: craziest did tell us he doesn't usually play that crazy right and i don't know if they, i believe that though. i don't know if i believe it either but that's what he said and yeah. so we have to give it some credence yeah and so, uh and this was just a, a practice run and they knew it was a practice run they weren't even going to be on the show it's still, just they just knew they were being recorded
0: they knew that we all knew what their cards were yeah. and stuff right with the rfid table so yeah so maybe there's some of that going on too yeah. Maybe. this may be like one of the first times Sam Grafton's ever on TV. It's back in at least twenty thirteen, maybe yeah. earlier. So maybe same thing for not maybe not for Dempsey, I guess, but uh but for Grafton. So maybe there's those pieces going on. Right. I don't know. It's it's pretty wacky. Uh yeah, we have to believe that Grafton's still, still somehow bluffing a lot. He's check raised flopping. and he's just three bet turn. Tiny, by the way. Why would we think he's why would he think he's bluffing?
1: He kind of is.
0: He is absolutely bluffing, right? Doesn't he have to be bluffing?
1: I mean, it's a horrible bluff. We don't know what he's doing. It can't be a bluff. It's (laughs) like if somehow for some stupid reason, uh, like, okay, this is a horrible bluff. It's a bluff. If it's a bluff, there's many reasons why. Number one, if somehow Dempsey has like two unders to the jack, we don't need to bluff. It's great. Like there's nothing we're afraid of. Right. If Dempsey has an ace and decided for some reason to play an ace like this, he's not going to fold for this price.
0: Maybe he's going to fold a bad ace for this price when we 3 bet the turn
1: even if it's cheap. He's never going to play a bad ace like this. He shouldn't. No. I mean he's playing a six, a bad six like this, but I know, I know. He's not taking a better hand. Basically what I'm saying I is know. he's not folding a better hand for this price. He's
0: just going to call with all his aces on the turn. He's not going to raise them. Right, right, but
1: even if somehow he did and we ended up at the point where you're grafting and you're facing the 715 and we raise, zero better hands are folding. They should For for that price. If we make it twenty two hundred, then maybe we get better hands to fold. But we made it so cheap, so cheap, fine.
0: Yeah. Is it possible that Grafton has seen Dempsey play, and he and Dempsey like reads a raise like the sizing doesn't matter. He's more of a field player kind of a thing. So he's like, I'm just beat. So what's the point of calling? Maybe. It's like that's all I got. I mean, it's
1: really weird. I don't know. I think this this I think what Grafton has just done here is the worst thing in the hand, making it twelve seventy with this hand that he has.
0: Yeah, like, let's rep a set of fours here and raise big if we're going to do this. Yeah. We could call the raise, we could fold, or we have to raise big, but raising small seems really, really off.
1: We want to give ourselves a chance to fold out the better hands. Yeah. Especially, and I know I have the foresight of knowing what happens on the river, but if we're going to make it this size, we got to bomb the river.
0: Clearly, we have to bomb the river.
1: Well, guess what? The river's a ten of diamonds, and it goes check, check.
0: okay. So, let's talk about that first. Yeah. So, Grafton decides to check when the Ten of Diamonds comes. Grafton has the Jack Deuce. He has a Jack. He's just been called. His three bets just been called on the turn.
1: And so, he's giving up? Maybe it's one of those things where, like, essentially an alien inhabited his body for the rest of the hand. And he just kind of, like, woke up. And he's like, oh, crap. Okay. Let's just try not to lose any more in this pot. Yeah. I hope. I hope I'm good. I don't know.
0: Maybe he's thinking like, well, geez, now if I actually want to win this pot, I have to bet like two thousand pounds on the river, and that's not a tiny amount of money. Yeah. And like we were just screwing around, but suddenly maybe more than two thousand actually, right? Yeah. I mean, the pot's big, right?
1: It, it's thirty-one sixty-five. If I want
0: to win this, I should. I have to bomb the heck out of it. Because yeah. Now I got to get him off his ace because it really looks like he's got right. An ace, Right. He's got like ace, ace ten or ace queen or something.
1: I mean, it's weird for him for Dempsey to play a hand like that but this what way. Else?
0: What else? I guess he has maybe some weird aces he up has, once in a
1: while. Maybe the point is, maybe maybe Grafton checks because he doesn't expect Dempsey to play hands that way. And he maybe the three bet on the turn is kind of dumb and doesn't make sense. But now we're here on the river, it did happen. And Dempsey usually has a much better hand than a one pair hand that he's not folding, almost no matter what the size, that he's kind of trapping with and hoping we bet again. Uh, or he's got some sort of draw that missed.
0: I mean, are we going to bluff catch, though? Is our plan
1: to check bluff catch? I don't know what our plan is.
0: I think our plan is probably to check fold, right? Yeah. I mean, don't we just have to check fold now? We just put in all this money and size it terribly all the way through, and now we have to check fold. Yeah, it's so bad. But Dempsey sits there and checks it back with his six, which is an interesting decision, too. I think... That makes more sense
1: to me, though. The It makes a little bit more sense. Grafton checking the river makes me think we should probably bet as Dempsey. It feels like Grafton has something when Grafton checks the river.
0: Oh, that, well, that's the reason why I think Dempsey checks. I think Dempsey's like, oh, if if Grafton had bet, I think Dempsey's going to call and hope it's a draw. Yeah. Because now Grafton's more polarized. When Grafton checks, it looks like Grafton is trying to pot control and he's going to check call.
1: Oh, and yeah. And I guess Grafton could show up with like a two-pair hand or something.
0: Lots of things. Or even some weirdly played ace that he's just not folding, you know. Like, I think Jack. Grafton with the Jack Deuce, based on the story, this hand probably is going to fall to any reasonable bet. I think. I think so, too. Maybe he's going to check raise again. I don't know what the guy's going to do. Every decision he's made has confounded me, this entire hand.
1: Maybe, maybe Dempsey thinks that he needs to check because Grafton can show up with a set of fours here and decide to check the river because like, things got a bit scary. They didn't get that scary. Uh, as far as the actions of the hand, like Dempsey could easily have a better hand than a set of fours.
0: What could he have?
1: A set of sixes, a set of aces.
0: I mean, he's often probably going to put in more money with a set of eight. He might four that. Tr- Maybe he wouldn't. Maybe he just. No.
1: Won't. Why would you four bet?
0: Is So wait. So we're going to. I just want to be clear. We're pot controlling with a
1: set now. No, we're not pot controlling. We just expect like especially a set of aces. Like what does Grafton have? I guess we have to get lucky enough for him to have a set of fours. No,
0: I understand that on the turn. I'm talking about from Grafton's point of view on the river. Yeah. We're checking with a set after.
1: I guess. No, that sounds crazy. Probably not. We have to bet. We have to bet our set. And if we get raised, we have to reevaluate. So, do you think Dempsey should check here when Grafton checks?
0: It's hard because knowing that what Grafton has, the answer is clearly no. But if, based on the way this hand is actually played out, the thing is this if we're going to check as Dempsey, then we probably shouldn't have called the, the three bet. With a six in her hand, you know? Yeah. But I guess Dempsey's thinking Grafton's bluffing a lot because he, he's polarized himself. Yeah. And so if Grafton bets the river, we can call because he remains polarized. And when he checks, we're kind of always beat.
1: It would have been awesome if Grafton bet as a bluff on the river. He bet like 2K as a bluff and Dempsey's like, I call.
0: Yeah, he then calls like, like right away. He snap he shows, calls it. Shows the jack. <laughs> yeah. That would make more sense to me if both these guys did those actions. Yeah. Than a going check, check, where they both have such weak hands. They both probably are convinced they're about to lose.
1: How happy was Sam Grafton when he turned his hand over and Dempsey made the face? Oh, isn't it so great when they make the
0: face. Yeah, I love the face.
1: Yeah. So anyway, that that happened somehow. Yeah. And uh, this is the lowest stakes game we've ever done on the breakdown, but it's also one of our longer breakdowns ever.
0: I mean, this is one of the fewest bre- one of the breakdowns where we've sort of figured out the least I would yeah. say about what really
1: went on. And it might be because these guys are clicking buttons because of the stakes. I don't know. I feel like that's got to be it. It's part of it, at least. Yeah, because we usually know what's going on, or can yeah. we put it together. We're not dummies. Well, according to us, yeah. Right. Anyway. Hey, you know what? If you want to get coaching from Not that Dummies, that's us. <laughs> yeah, we, we do poker coaching. Uh, PokerGuys.net. dot net. Look for coaching. That's the uh, the tab you want to click on.
0: Sounds like a pretty good
1: intuitive. And good if idea. you didn't know that, you definitely need coaching. we uh, we got our rates there. Got an email address that you can shoot off a. Uh, inquiry too. so check it out right on. Yeah. all right
0: we'll see you guys next time bye bye every i on a break but i'm back to claim the and be traveling the still time to make it home